Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business Interview. I'm Jennifer Duke. The e-commerce boom has created a surge in demand and competition in shipping and delivery, and Australia Post is battling it out against global giants like FedEx. FedEx has become a much more common sight on Australian streets in recent years following the acquisition of transport company TNT Express. FedEx is a fascinating business and the logistics involved are mind-boggling. Peter Langley is the Regional Vice President at FedEx. Peter, welcome to Fear and Greed. Thank you very much. Nice to be here. So, Peter, can you give me a bit of a potted history of FedEx in Australia? Yeah, well, as, as you've mentioned, the TNT business, which started over 70 years ago, we had a very strong domestic footprint and we were venturing into the international market, but FedEx took over the business about six years ago and we've been able to expand the the international coverage now across 220 countries, but we're, we have added that to the domestic network. So now we've got a completely integrated international and domestic network specialising also in trans-Tasman. So very good offering for our customers to their customers. So we all love some numbers. So how many how many packages does FedEx deliver in Australia and how has that changed over time? No, difficult to talk about the, the complete number of packages. We've got 5,000 team members here with 2,500 vehicles and we've seen a consistent growth across the business, especially through the pandemic where e-commerce grew. It, it's come back a little bit from, from where its heights were through the middle of the pandemic as people have gone back to work and bricks and mortar. Mm. But we've been able to continue the growth year on year. And I, I hear a lot that that last mile part is the hardest stage of the delivery process. Is that still the case? Yeah, it still is the case because, you know, like with the e-tailers, talent's been one of the issues, um, just getting enough people to handle the packages and drive the vehicles. So we're continuing to do that, although those labour issues have alleviated slightly in the in the recent six months or so. So, you know, we're, we're all, I think, struggling with talent, but the last mile and the infrastructure around it with technology, making sure the tracking's there, we keep investing in that and, and that helps us to keep the end consumer informed of where their package is. And I suppose a big part of that is using the right type of technology. How much of the process is currently automated? And then looking ahead a little bit, what sorts of technology do you think we'll be seeing more of in the future? Yeah, so the technology we invest heavily in, automated sorters. 30 years ago when I joined the industry, everything was done manually. So reading where a package needed to go was all all done in that way. These days, the automated sorters we've got, you know, make sure the packages are in the right place. But we're, you know, we're, we're investing in dynamic route optimization. So we, we're making sure we can track where packages are going and to give some idea to the end consumer about, you know, delivery windows. That, that is coming in the future, the very near future. But we're investing in new scanner technology. Uh, we've just rolled out 5,000 scanners across Australia and New Zealand with upgraded software. So, always looking to provide more up-to-date information to the end consumers and the senders. Stay with me, Peter. We'll be back in a minute. I'm speaking to Peter Langley, Regional Vice President at FedEx. 
Who are your customers at the moment? Is it mostly those large corporations or are we talking a growing number of SMEs as well? Exactly. The, you know, we have many, many large customers, but the growth is in the SME sector. The e-commerce boom has meant that a lot of small and medium businesses are growing and growing at a faster rate. And, and that's just because they can more easily compete. So we are seeing quite some growth in the small and medium enterprises. Did you find that the pandemic led to a lot of that growth as more people shifted online? Yeah, certainly did. Uh, you know, and it made it easier for us to deliver. And, and, you know, I thank all of our team members who, whilst many of us were locked up at home, we had frontline handlers and drivers who were delivering to the community, making sure people could continue their lives, albeit instead of shopping in bricks and mortar, they, they were shopping online. So we, we saw a, a surge that, you know, the whole industry saw a surge in demand and services across the pandemic. Definitely. I think everyone was very grateful to still get things delivered during during <laughs> that period. And we've obviously seen Australia Post recently increasing the prices for packages. Where are some of the cost pressures in delivery businesses across the board? Are we talking like labour, fuel, what sorts of things? Yeah, I think all, all of it. You know, the price of infrastructure, steel, all those things have also gone up. So building new facilities is more expensive, but certainly fuel has increased. And, and we, you know, we have a floating mechanism for fuel as fuel goes up as an input. We just pass that on to the, the shipping organisations and, and when it comes down, we reduce the, that particular element. But labour, of course, you know, there's more and more pressure on labour and just general goods and services that we need to run the business have also increased. So I think, you know, the inflationary pressures are hitting everybody and what we try to do is invest in the technology so that we can get operational efficiencies so that we can make sure we're you know we're only passing on what we need and we often seem to find though that i think customers in general are increasingly expecting free shipping and discounts on shipping and things like that how how do you sort of match those costs in a way that suits consumer demand yeah well everyone's trying to do it more efficiently so i think that's what we try to do I, i guess the the piece for us is where's the value and sometimes Paying less for for shipping means that you've got longer transit times and you've got, it's the reliability of the shipment. So we focus on fastest and most reliable so that we can have product to our customer's consumer and also, let's say, into bricks and mortar, it's on the shelf so people can buy it. So sometimes there's not as much value in the proposition that says, "I'm, I'm going to go for the cheapest pricing and it ends up in a longer transit time, but also the product is not available for the consumer to have, and that that experience is is not as uh, wholesome. So we do try to work through how do we balance out that value to ensure we we offer the best value in in terms of pricing and the services we offer. And obviously, part of that value is having smooth supply chains. And I'm hearing that there's a lot happening with FedEx Trans-Tasman lanes. Can you give me a bit of an explanation about what you're doing in that space? Yeah, uh, we're seeing in Australia, Sydney was one of those markets that was always important, but Melbourne, as the growth accelerates down there, um, we're seeing a lot of warehousing in the first and second cities, so Sydney and Melbourne. And then for 
New Zealand with uh, Auckland was always the, the focal point, but we're seeing Christchurch becoming even more growth down there, like with Melbourne in Australia. So the number one and number two cities, we've connected with 10 weekly flights. So we now, you know, giving next day services across the Tasman. And we had a lot of interest and a lot of increase in shipping uh, because of those flights. And it enables not only e-tailers, but, but agricultural companies, medical companies, many, many sectors with that overnight connection from Auckland and Christchurch into Sydney, Melbourne and Brisbane. You know, that's a great service and, and we're seeing a lot of uplift in demand. It'll be really interesting to see how that develops over time. Um, Peter, thank you so much for talking to Fear and Greed. Thank you very much. And that was Peter Langley, the Regional Vice President at FedEx. This is the Fear and Greed Business Interview. Join us every morning for the full episode of Fear and Greed, Australia's best business podcast. I'm Jennifer Duke, Economics Correspondent at Capital Brief and filling in for Sean Elmer. Have a great day.